What's up, filmmakers and moviegoers? This is the Easy Podcast. What up? That's two weeks in a row. No, that was different. Okay. That wasn't what up. There it is. See, that was that was last yeah. week. That's this week is what up, man. Kind of similar, but without the tongue. <laughs> <laughs> That oh, laugh you hear is a is special that? guest. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So uh, this Do week, tell. this week we're talking Captain Marvel and um, two white guys talking about a female-led oh, central man, movie. Here we go. Didn't really make a whole lot of sense. <laughs> so uh, please welcome special guest Kennedy Abbotts, my wife. Hello. Yes. Who uh, she she just went and saw the movie with me. We we're fresh off the movie. We just saw fresh. It. Yes. Less like, than an hour. Yeah. Less than an hour. Fresh ago. dress like a million bucks. I don't know that reference. I feel like Captain America around you. I don't understand your references. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, here we go. Uh, episode twenty-two, I think. And uh, twenty-two. Yeah, we're we're talking Captain Marvel. The first two. Is it the? Is it the first Captain? Is it the first Marvel movie of the year? Or was Ant Man this year? Ant Man was the end of last no, year. No, that right? was last year. Okay. Yeah, first movie of twenty nineteen. Yes. Finally. Uh, before we get to that. Are you kidding me right now? Are you going to make... Okay. I saw an update on your Instagram, Eric. Yes. Did you fly the drone with the iPhone? I am doing that today. Okay. All right. Well, then... Over dirt and rocks. That... So if the phone goes, the phone's going. Wonderful. <laughs> wow. I should probably sign up for the insurance before that. Apple, I hope yeah. you're not listening. Apple Care, real quick. <laughs> Just log in real quick. We'll get it. Um, the easy podcast cannot pay for your replacement phone. I, I, I wasn't expecting that. I'm just saying, but don't blame us for it when it crashes. Not blame me. All right, great. It's not going to crash. What your else? Your lack you... of, your lack of faith oh. is disturbing. It's a reference episode. Uh, I know that one, obviously. Okay. That's, yeah, I would okay. hope so. But what have you been working on? You been working on anything besides the drone? Let's see. What have I been working on? Okay, so one of the the YouTube filmmakers that I follow, he's filmmaker first, YouTuber second, um, Matty Hapoya. Um, and he threw out a B-roll challenge for the weekend. Um, hashtag solo B-roll challenge. And the idea is, is go shoot some a one minute of B-roll of whatever you want, but you have to do it by yourself. And so I tweeted at him yesterday and I asked, hey, if I have a C-stand and a gimbal, is that cheating? <laughs> what do you I'm say? technically did still he, by myself. Did he tweet back at you? He didn't, he didn't respond, but there was a number of people that are following the B-roll challenge that liked it. So I'm just going to roll with that. Well, here's my thing. What if you had a whole crew set up a shot and then you just told them to leave for a minute. No, see that that would totally be cheating. <laughs> I don't like, know. You'd man. have to set up. If like you're just the one pressing record, anyway, we're moving on. We're, yeah, let's well, move let's on. move on. Thank you. <laughs> All right, let's get to our special guest here. So, uh, first first special guest of the Easy Podcast, uh, appropriate given our topic for today, Captain Marvel. Because I am a woman, and well, it was International <laughs> Women's Day yesterday. It was. So yes, it was uh, Friday. very cool. Friday, Friday. it was International what? Women's oh, Day, yeah. March eighth. Yeah. Um. I, it was funny because I, I woke up to a bunch of tweets or, or Instagram posts or whatever, and uh, they were all from Australia. And I was like, it was yesterday. And I didn't realize. Well, obviously, Australia is ahead Third of us. Day ahead, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, she's like, today's international. I'm like, no, it's not. It, it was yesterday. We yes, missed it. it. No, it's today. Okay. Well, Kennedy, it's still going on. Kennedy Abbotts is, is my lovely wife. Um, and tell us a little bit about yourself. About myself? Yes. Oh, this is hard. Can't talk about myself. Why not? <laughs> sure you can. Let's get a little background. So you don't work in the film industry. I do not work in the film industry. No, I work but, in the financial industry. Well, there you go. So you actually have more to do with movies than, than we probably do. <laughs> Funding movies and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think the interesting part here is like our intro says filmmakers and moviegoers. Yes. I'm representing the moviegoers today. Awesome. Yeah, yes. So uh, real quick snapshot. What do you think of Captain Marvel? I'm still pumped. She's pumped. I'm still pumped. I, I need to I'm take going. my wife. She she didn't. It was late. We went to a 10 p.m. showing. And yeah, you and your son, right? She, yeah, me and my son. And my son didn't really like it. He was not like. Wah, 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 yeah, I was like, wait, what? I'm like, are you? He's like, yeah, meh. I'm like, okay. But my daughter did. 
Well, that's good. Yeah. That's she kind of, it's funny because my, my daughter, Sydney, she's 12 and she, her and I like, we'll look at each other. Like, this is our thing. Like when the trailers are going, we'll look at each other and we'll either nod or <laughs> shake our head. Like, it's exactly what we did. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yep, we're going to see that. Or, or we roll our nope. eyes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That, okay. Speaking of trailers. Yeah. You, you rolled your eyes so hard with, I think it was the dark Phoenix trailer. Oh yeah. Oh, that just that movie looks terrible. Did you have I, Did you have the Dark Phoenix trailer sh- in front I, of your movie? I'm, yes, and I oh. am hope. So first of all, on the trailer topic, disappointed. No Endgame trailer. I was. Oh, antici- you wanted to see it big. I was anticipating an Endgame trailer, yeah. and unfortunately, and then the Dark Phoenix trailer came on, and it even went further <laughs> down the rabbit. Oh, I'm like this. This can't get any worse. And, and then it did. <laughs> Well, and I know. So regards Dark Phoenix, not I hope it's one of those movies that you're not going to make me go see. No, I refuse. I don't okay, want to cool. see it. I don't want to give so, that franchise any more of my money so, or time. Though I do like James McAvoy. Um, it was funny because when he popped on the screen, my daughter looked at me and was like, that's the guy from Split. I go, yes. <laughs> It's a much better movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, James McAvoy, there's not enough redeeming qualities in this franchise for me to... I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say no to that one. I'm going to say no. Yeah, we're not um, going to see that. But I am going to make you see us next next week. Uh, uh, I, weeks I, uh, uh, do I have to? Yes. I'm, you know how I feel about scary movies. I know. You're a little baby about it. Yeah, I'm a little baby. Little baby. That's what makes them fun, though. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can handle it. Uh-huh. I just don't need that you, creepy you had a psychosis hard time watching stuff. Halloween. Yeah, dude, that was like this, ha- was, this was but be Halloween much was nostalgic yeah. because the, and so I was definitely down for that. Um, I'm a fan of of uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. I mean, she's just amazing. But um, dude, Speaking of Jamie Lee Curtis, I was going to say she made an yeah, appearance. Captain in Marvel, this. yeah, cameo. In, <laughs> yeah. Not really. I'm, that's, that's not a spoiler. Sorry, she's not really in it. A picture of her is though. Right. But um, but yeah. So I, I I'll go see it for the sake of the podcast. Good. Uh huh. Because it's going to be great. But I've heard you know you know what so that far. means, right? That I have to go see something that you means I'm going to make you see something you don't want to see. You and better hold on to I, that for something. <laughs> I'm good. going to. I'm yeah. going to put yeah. that one in my pocket right here. You're going to make me that. see Dark Phoenix, and then you're not going to go see it. <laughs> yeah. You're going to tell me that you went and saw it. <laughs> hmm. Thanks for the idea. Yeah, I'm not seeing it. I'll just I'll tell you that I saw it, and I'll be like, I didn't actually see it. Yeah. Well, let's let's do it. Let's get to the featured presentation here. Let's not waste any more time. This episode is all about Captain Marvel, so let's talk about it. Let's do non-spoilers first, and then uh, we'll get into some spoilers, which some there are a goodness. lot some of spoilers. There's a lot of spoilers in this movie. There is. So, um, oh gosh, I don't even know where to begin. Well, the, okay, here's the thing. How do we define spoilers? Because if people are familiar with the comics, like... Like a very sure, if, like hardcore if comic reader with the comics, they're not going to care about the spoilers to begin with. But we have to, we, we have to warn the casual moviegoers. The, yeah, because just is, start off with what you thought of it as a whole. Sure, I uh, Eric, why don't you go first then on that? Yeah. Okay. So everybody already knows I'm an MCU geek. I I drink, eat, sleep all things Marvel, yeah. and um, I'm just. I'm really excited about this film. I, I really liked it. However, my only criticism, this is the only criticism that you're going to get from me on the whole thing, is that I felt like the the pacing in the beginning was a little off. Like, it was a little disjointed to me. Like, it, it took a minute to get going. Right up until she lands in the blockbuster? Um, or even after that yeah i mean the, i mean just the the pacing including that including the 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 fight scene through the train and the chase thing it was it, it was um i mean it it definitely got your attention but i just felt like from from an editing standpoint the pacing felt it just it just didn't land well 
after that, it kind of got going and it found it found a groove. But sure, the, it, it took a minute. Yeah, it's interesting you bring up pacing and editing because the the movie was edited by um, by two people. What? Which isn't don't they don't say what we you already knew that <laughs> I, I did I did. But it's interesting because that doesn't that doesn't happen very often. No, you don't it usually have especially on a movie this size. Right. So the editors were uh, Debbie Berman and Elliot Graham. Who actually um, also, if I remember right, um, no, never mind. <laughs> I was thinking they were also writers on it, but they were not. It was the directors, which is also two, two directors. So which uh, that's also not very common. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a few. It's definitely not as common as everything else. I mean, there's the Cohen brothers. Well, yeah, and, and you got the Russos. Yeah. Um, I guess in the MCU world, it, it's yeah, common. Yeah, it's probably more common. But uh, Anna, Anna Bowden and Ryan Fleck, and they also, um, they were the story, they wrote the story for it also. Uh, what did you think of it, though? I really enjoyed it. Um, I guess not on the technical side, since I'm more of a movie goer. I didn't really feel the pacing issues. Um, I think that also comes with me not knowing too much about Captain Marvel. Right. So I was kind of like interested in the story and what was going on in the beginning. Yeah, because it was all fresh to you. Mm-hmm. Not Completely having fresh. Any backstory. Yeah, but I really, I like I said, I'm still pumped. So I really enjoyed it. Yeah, um, there was a lot of really great elements. I thought of like setting it up um, in the beginning that I think really paid off well later on in the movie. So like the flashbacks and then like kind of like the montage like the movie opens up with, and if this is a spoiler to you, then stop listening. But the movie opens up with these like slow motion, like dirt being blown up and, and, and stuff like that. Like there's debris flying. Yeah. Everywhere. Real tight shots. Yeah. of These experiences that she had. Yeah. Of like 240, maybe even like 400 frame per second, mm-hmm. like explosion of dust particles and stuff. And then you come back to that later on and you kind of see what that is and Mm -hmm. everything. And it kind of makes a lot more sense. And I thought that was, there was a lot of really great storytelling moments where, um, you know, more than not, like this is like, this is a pretty traditional, like origin hero story in a lot of ways. Um, You know, it's got its moments where it's like, ah, something triggers a flashback. But part of the flashback that I really enjoyed um, was the, she walks into a bar and she like sees. Yeah. That was cool. And and as she, as the camera's painting around the bar, it like these other moments are like kind of like holographic moments, like kind of popping up in certain areas of the bar. I really liked that. And I would, I would have almost rather them done almost every flashback that way, like figured out a way to incorporate the environments in the present with, the flashbacks of the of the past in there. Yeah, because they had they had some of that foreshadowing of those moments earlier when when she was um I'm like I'm really resisting not talking too much to get too spoilery, I but yeah. I think there was kind of jumps in. I'm trying to remember quick. what what tra- in the trailers that were released what was in there and what wasn't. Um when well, she, if you watch the last the, trailer, you see everything basically. Yeah. <laughs> You see her glowing and everything. So I, yeah, but when they were when they were scanning her 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 mm-hmm. memory, oh, right. that yeah. was in there. Yeah, that's that, in the, that's in the, the trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you probably don't really get it. Context yeah, you don't of what get context. that was. No. there's definitely a lot more to it. Yeah, so I'm not going to give that away at this point because we're not past the spoiler warning. However, they did that brain scan thing, and that's when you first see the these flashbacks. Love how they did those. Yeah, that was cool, and that was a foreshadowing to her walking into mm-hmm. that. Yeah, into it was. That, it was uh, very like Matrixy. Yeah, in a way, because like she was still interacting within her own memories. Mm-hmm, yeah, but reacting in like a present way, mm-hmm. and I thought that was really cool. Um, there was a lot of it that was not traditional. I think story structure wise, it was it was more traditional than not, but the way that they went about it. Um, I think it's a really kind of um, probably original way in a lot of ways. Like I'm saying way a lot, but you know, having those flashbacks, like almost every origin movie, whether, I mean, if it's, if it's completely linear, then it doesn't have flashbacks. So like looking at like a Captain America winter or not, sorry, winter soldier, Captain America, the first Avenger, um, completely linear storytelling of their origin of Captain America. Right. Like there's no flashback sequence or anything really in that. Um, it's been a while. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't remember any flashbacks. Um, there might have been one or two. Like once he's changed, he flashes back to like when he was younger with Bucky, right, or something. I, I, I can't really recall. It's been a long. Oh time. yeah, there was the Bucky flashback on the but train. Is, the, when is Bucky... that in Winter Soldier though? 
Oh yeah, that might be. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So the storytelling through this for the flashbacks, though, um, I thought was was u- uniquely done and pretty original in a lot of ways. Um, yeah, it was cool. For one sure. thing about characters, though, um, you know, since since we are here and we do have you here to mm-hmm. talk about what what did you think of the Captain Marvel character Vers Carol Danvers as as a whole? Like, how how do you think that they portrayed that? I liked her because I felt she was very different than your typical women superhero. Um, I kind of liked how she had a more subdued personality and wasn't big kind of out there personality, too. Right. Um, so you're a really big Diana fan. Mm-hmm. And by Diana, I mean Wonder Woman. Yes. Uh, and, I was um, just going to go there. I yeah. was going to see, like, what's the comparison? Yeah. How <laughs> do you think this, um, since the Wonder Woman movie did, uh, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to compare it to a DC movie. Mm-hmm. How, how do you think the Wonder Woman movie and this compared as representation wise. I mean, obviously Wonder Woman, you, you really liked, you Mm -hmm. really enjoyed that movie. Right. And I know her backstory. Yeah. More. So, so not knowing the Carol Danvers backstory, kind of how, how did you feel learning that as, as it progressed through this film? Um, they are very different in my opinion. Um, Wonder Woman was kind of raised as this warrior, kind of mostly knowing who she was from the beginning. Mm. Um, Very strong personality with her feminine side and showing that you can use that feminine side to be strong. Um, I feel like Captain Marvel, um, obviously she doesn't know her whole story. She's kind of figuring that out as she goes. Um, And it's more discovery rather than using the strengths that you already know you have. Yeah. And then also being forced to show those strengths. Right. Without knowing that, like, why. Right. Because, yeah, she, she, I mean, basically, oh, gosh, I can't, yeah, I can't get to anything without spoilers. Um, Maybe we should just give a spoiler yeah, warning and then get it. it. I mean, this is the Captain Marvel episode. If you're listening to it, you're, you're listening to it for the Captain Marvel. Here's the official spoiler yeah, warning. Spoilers ahead. If you do not want to be subjected to spoilers, <laughs> hit pause, go watch the film, and then come back. We'll see you soon. All right. Before we get to spoilers, let's get to our sponsor. What? We have a sponsor? Yes. Sweet. We've made it. Awesome. All right. Well, today's episode is sponsored by Anchor Podcasts. Yes, it is. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I, start, I thought about starting this film podcast. Eric. What? That is this podcast. Oh, sweet. You're in the podcast. Awesome. When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps? People like to listen to How them. do I make money from this podcast? Exactly. The answer to every single one of these questions uh-huh. is very simple. Okay. Anchor. Do you get it? No. It's what holds you down, man. Oh. It's what keeps you That makes where you're sense. Going. Yeah. I get it now. All right. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Dude, free. And since we're not putting any money into this podcast, free is great. Well, we're kind of putting money into this podcast. We're, we're borrowing, begging, and stealing, but, you know, yeah. here we are. And it's ridiculously easy to use. It is. It totally is easy to use. And now, guess what? Uh, chicken butt? Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. Sweet. Hook me up. Yeah. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Yeah, yeah. So does that mean we can go get lunch after this? No, but (laughs) (laughs) but Anchor is your one-stop shop for everything you need. You want to go to iTunes? Anchor's got you. You want to go to Stitcher? Anchor's got you. You want to go to like some weird place that only like three people listen to podcasts? Anchor's probably got you. Um, do they have food there? No, but Anchor's got you for your podcast. Does Anchor got me for lunch? (laughs) Maybe, if this does well, please listen to our podcast. Okay, yeah, there we go. Which we upload through Anchor. Yes, we do. We use Anchor for everything. Analytics, sponsorships, and episode upload. Yep. And if you want to personally sponsor us, you can also do that. Yes. Hit us up at the Easy Podcast. Wait, can we advertise ourselves? No, it's anchor.fm slash the Easy Podcast. Say that again? It's anchor.fm slash the Easy Podcast. Wow, that's so easy. It is. The podcast. (laughs) Man, that's like cheese like you would never believe. Man, we're killing this first sponsorship ad. (laughs) So anyways, 
Trust Anchor for all your podcasting needs. They'll hook you up. Yep. Head to anchor.fm slash start to get your podcast going today. Yes. Now, back to the show. Wait, I need to download Anchor real quick. I think I'm going to start my own podcast. Wow, we just lost our special guest to her own podcast. Thanks a lot, Anchor. (laughs) Okay, we're back. And uh, we're going to talk about spoilers now for Captain Marvel. Spoilers, spoilery, spoilers, spoilery, spoilers, spoilers. You've been warned. Spoils. Yep. Um, Well, now you know what the cat is. The cat. Oh, dude. The cat. So, obviously... Since I didn't know the cat, it exposes the fact that I'm not super nerd on the comic side. Right. So. What did you, uh, did you think the cat was going to be anything like that? No, I had no idea. I was like, whoa. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, so I mean, you and Fury I've had seen, a moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, my reaction with like, I was right there with Fury yeah. like the whole time. I was like, now that is a hairball. <laughs> oh my gosh. Not not the other hairball later, but like the the, <laughs> the tentacle hairball. I was yeah. like, "Holy rusted rocks, Batman!" That was cra- <laughs> that was bananas. <laughs> well, which was it? Was it holy rusted rocks or was it banana? It was both. It was both. There were banana peels all over those rusted rocks that were full of holes. So <laughs> I'm going to try and move on from that. Uh, let's let's talk. That was about- actually a DC quote. Uh, well, get it out of here. Yeah, I've get it out of here. Probably the only really good one. Yeah, but uh, we were talking Wonder Woman. We were. You're right. Yeah. Um, I think the this, only DC movie that was worth watching. Uh, I'm actually a little excited for Shazam, but that's another topic. We're talking about Marvel, Captain Marvel. Um, I used to dress up as Shazam when I was like five. Oh my I guess God. we're talking about Shazam now. <laughs> oh you my brought gosh. it. Do you have the pictures? That <laughs> I you was going to say no. I do not. Oh my god! And I will. I we I will for the Instagram. I will. <laughs> I That's will amazing. try to look through my mom's old hard drive and see if she has any, had so any. So classic! Yeah. Oh man! Uh, favorite spoiler of the movie. Favorite spoiler. Favorite spoiler. Movie spoiler. I'll just go. <clears throat> I think uh, one of the most interesting aspects of this movie was that the bad guy wasn't the bad guy. And I really liked that. I really liked the Ben Mendelsohn, like mm. scroll creed switch up there. Mm-hmm. Um, that was cool. There's a really great first scroll moment uh, with agent Coulson and, and, and fury in the car. And you're, you're with them long enough that you kind of forget that they can turn into whoever they want. Yep. And then, Coulson ends up being a scroll, and then mm-hmm. that's that's when it all just goes. Like that's when Fury is finally yeah. When Coulson actually radios mm-hmm. and says, "Hey guys, hey, where'd everybody go? I'm still at the blockbuster." <laughs> and if you're a big perfect. if you're a big Coulson fan like me, you kind of get a hint of that right away. Yeah, yeah. He said something weird, and he was very like robotic about it. Yes, and I was he like, was, "What's?" He was very kind of emotionless. Yeah, I looked over yeah. at Zach, and I kind of gave him a weird look. I was like, "He's act in my head." Obviously, I wasn't talking during the movie, but I was like, "He's acting weird. This that is not how. Rude. That would be rude. Don't yeah. do that." Um, it's not how Coulson acts. No. What's no. kind of going on? And then it just went on so long. I was like, okay, maybe they're just making him weird because he's yeah. new to this. Is yeah. early in his Shield career. Yeah, which I guess, is, they but, say he's the new guy later on. And but I knew something was up right away. Yeah, I really liked it though. the The train sequence is cool. The thing that I enjoyed about this was it was like it was um, it was fish out of water, but it wasn't like the hero was the fish out of water. You were kind of like with Agent, like with Samuel Jackson, fish out of water the whole time. Was that like because the scrolls landed in the water okay. and they actually walked out of the water? Is that and like a very literal? Like oh, <laughs> and there you went. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine, right? I can say that. Because if, if you take a look at, and we should post this somewhere, take a look at the scroll and match that side, do a side-by-side with Creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah, they're really close. It's pretty close. Yeah, especially the ears. Yeah. The ears, yeah. It's pretty good, though. I, I I didn't like the character design at first of the scrolls, but then it was kind of cool to see them do different makeup for each one. Of, like, yeah. each one had, like, a personality. Yeah. Like, a physical cool. feature that made them stand out from the other ones like his science guy yeah like kind of had like a droopy eye and his daughter uh, had those teeth yeah his daughter had the teeth um and i I really i really enjoyed that i really enjoyed like the humor of it too yeah how it was it was a little lighter like ben mendelson's character his his scroll character not being like this doom and gloom bad guy i gotta save my people type of thing he was like 
I know why I need Carol Dan. I know why I need Captain Marvel. Like she just needs to understand why I need it. Like really kind of, I don't know, mature in a lot of ways. Yeah. Instead of being this like one shot bad guy. Right. And I really liked that, you know, he, that, like that whole group of people are still alive. Like they didn't kill him off in the end. Right. He didn't sacrifice himself yeah. at the end or whatever. And uh, this this goes off of another thing that I enjoyed from uh, – which one was it? It was like one of the first ones where they didn't kill off all of the bad guys. I guess it was uh, maybe Ant-Man and the Wasp because they don't kill off the girl, the mm. ghost right. girl in that. And then I think there was another one. Um, Black Panther's not it because they – you know, Killmonger dies at the end of that one. But Are you thinking I, of Aquaman? Oh, it was Aquaman. That was the only redeeming quality of Aquaman. And here we go. That's right. DC reference I know. Again. But yes. Aquaman, I, that was the one thing I enjoyed about it was that they didn't just kill everybody off at the end. That was a yeah. bad guy, you know. Yeah. Um, because I think there's a lot more to grow there. And it was nice to see Ben Mendelsohn not being the bad guy, the British right. bad guy that he always is. Right. Actually, I don't know if he's British. He might be Australian or something. But either way, um, yeah, I really liked that. I really liked that twist of the the scrolls not necessarily being bad. I mean, they weren't good either, but they were just trying to save their race, you know? Yeah, they're just trying, trying to find a home and yeah. trying to save their family and I mean, noble things. Mm-hmm. And yeah, for me the the biggest spoiler that I enjoyed, which we talked about a little bit ago before we started recording was the Stanley Marvel mm-hmm. logo when they go through the whole Marvel clips. Yes. And we've come to to know those clips, you know, over the last 10 years with all the different characters and everything. Yeah. And it was all these different clips of his different cameos and things. And there was and even, I think, some like, and like there was photos a, and stuff from him working in his office yeah. and stuff, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that was a really cool... I think they're going to do that probably in front of everyone this year. I hope so. I hope I so thought, too. Yeah. I thought it was a really, um, I was I thought it was really tasteful. I thought it was a great just honorarium to to Stanley, you know. And they even said that you know in the text on the screen, you know, after that rolled, um, and his cameo on the train. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I, it didn't look like him at first. So she like when you first see him reading and you can tell it's his voice. Yeah. But right before she pulls the the magazine down or the script, I think it was a script he was reading. Uh, it, it didn't look like him at first. It's like, is this, is this one of those like they're going to make you think it's him, mm. but then it's not. And then like CGI type of thing. No, no, Star no. Wars, just, it was just another character. It yeah. was just another actor or something, yeah. you know, kind of like one of those like where you think it's going to be him and then it's not because you have the opening credit thing already. Right. But um, I think. I think another thing that I really enjoyed was Annette Bening in this, mm, who I feel like yeah. I haven't seen in yeah. 20 years. Like, what has yeah. she been doing? I don't know, but Anyways. it was cool. I liked her character. It was... That was another uh, switch, too. Yeah. Um, having her being, like, I guess kind of like the, the, the scientist side of it. it. She wasn't so much a warrior as she was, was a scientist, obviously, and that let her more open to like the the realism of what the war was doing and like you're 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 eradicating civilizations you know that another thing to but bring she up. wasn't I, I didn't get the impression that she was trying to support that i i get the no, no, impression no, she, the that other she way was, yeah. she was the other way yeah she was trying to save she was tired of the kree just wiping out people right um because what i didn't realize even was, though she was kree herself uh, right yeah what i didn't realize was that um ronan the accuser i didn't realize the oh there, uh, the, that was a fun pop-up i loved yeah. that he came in other than just a hologram i didn't realize that the accusers were like a group so i didn't get that vibe from from guardians yeah i galaxy. didn't either yeah. so it was interesting to see like a whole like i guess you could kind of call them like the special forces of the kree like they're the ones that come in to clean up the really bad stuff you know that to really wipe out because they came to wipe out all of earth because they thought they were all you know scrolls so do you think that they were kree related uh ronan yeah yeah ronan's kree mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay yeah he is but he's like 
radical. He's like a radicalist. Yeah. Where he doesn't care. Well, like if there's sure. if there's scroll, he's gonna just destroy the planet because that's the easiest way to take care of it. Well, Rona would probably destroy a Cree planet if he. I mean, mm-hmm. he's that Ugh, crazy. Yeah, he is. Well, he's not now. Well, no, he he's got, a little dead. He got blown yeah. up. Blown up. He, he blew up, right? He got vaporized. Yeah. Vaporized in Guardians. Guardians. Yeah, right. One, yeah. So, but uh, that was another the dance thing. battle. Another thing, though, is they left that open. He was barely in this. A lot less than I thought he was going to be, actually. He was in it more than I thought he was. Yeah, I, I, same, thought, I thought they same. were just going to do the little hologram thing, so yep. they didn't actually oh, have to bring him in. You thought it was going to be like a Darth Maul situation. Yeah, and I love Lee Pace, so I'm so glad that he actually like came in. Yeah. It was it was funny to see him without his like his his black Ronan the accuser, like the the crazy Ronan out, you know, uh, yeah. markings. And, he, and yeah, stuff. he didn't have all the black. Yeah, on he his looked face. he looked a lot younger, and yeah, he was like little little, little Ronan. You know, yeah. but uh, I, I like, yeah, baby Ronin, right? <laughs> uh, but no, I liked it. I liked that he was in it. And I liked that it kind of set up for the next one. Um, there's going to be another Captain Marvel movie, obviously. And uh, speaking of like spo- spoilers for sequels, uh, this has a huge one for Endgame, yeah, at the end of it. Oh, yeah. Um, there was a writer for Slash Film, which I don't know if you've ever come across, but um, Peter Serretta, I think is his last name. He was saying that he actually thinks that 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 uh, that that post credits mid credit scene was intended to actually be the end credit scene for Infinity War. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, and I guess because like the Rousseau brothers said that the one that actually played behind Infinity War wasn't the one that was originally intended for it. Oh, wow! And they the Russo brothers actually shot that scene <laughs> that's at the end of Captain Marvel. Now I'm now I'm trying to think back to what was the end what was the end credit scene from Infinity War? Is it's the Samuel Jackson thing, right? Oh right. Or is yeah. Vapor- yeah, yeah, yeah. He vaporizes no, that's that's the, the pager incredible. hits yeah. the ground. Right. And and yeah. it's the Captain Mother. Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> and then he just is gone. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, I like it at the end of this because I feel like at that point you kinda know her character and you kind of feel for her a little yeah. bit more. I th- I didn't like it though, because it felt like we were getting that reveal, I don't know, kind of haphazardly. Like you'd rather it be in the movie. I, yeah, I'd rather it be in Wait, the movie. But you didn't like you didn't like the pager one behind Infinity War. Or you didn't like this I one. Didn't like this one. I didn't like the Captain Too Marvel mid credits. No, it just felt kind of um, like I know it's going to happen in Endgame, but I wanted to kind of see it as it played like out. Like it's a big enough moment that it should be. Yes, longer because in you the movie. give a whole you give a character their whole movie, and then you just. You show how they're going to show up in in-game in an in-credit scene. What the in-credit scenes always felt like to me was something extra. Yeah. This felt like a scene taken out of in-game. Mm. Where, yeah, okay. I mean, I, I know my logic kind of falls apart there because the in-credit scene for, I think, Captain America, the first Avenger, was that scene from Avengers. Right. Where he's in New York. Mm-hmm. It was just cut out of that. But at the same time, since then, I think like, that's changed a little bit. It feels like... They're always something, they're, they're extra that you're not going to be able to see anywhere else. This scene, it feels like it's just going to, we're going to see it again in Endgame. And I'll be like, I already, I already know that. I already saw it. <laughs> and she's a big enough character that, yeah, she should have had her own grand entrance. And I don't know, maybe that's how they're just going to start the movie, is they're just going to start the movie with Carol's already there. And they're just going to get into some stuff. I don't know. But it felt like there needed to be something else there. Yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. <clears throat> uh, going back to the 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 kind of like the immemorium you know, uh, Stan Lee intro thing. I wonder if they'll do one for Steve Ditko whenever uh, Far From Home comes out. Because Steve Ditko was the co-creator of Spider-Man. Right. That would be cool if they right. did kind of a Stan Lee, Steve Ditko. That would be cool. One just for that. So, um, But that's Sony. I don't know if they still do the same intro on the Sony movies. They did. They, they did. didn't for Venom. It's just the for home, association. For Homecoming. But Homecoming they did. They did. Yeah. Okay. Then, yeah. That Wait, would they be didn't cool. do the Marvel... The, for, for Venom, it's just the Marvel logo, and then on the top of it, it says, in association with. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Salud. You didn't hear it, but he sneezed. And it was cute. It was like this little baby sneeze. It was like, achoo. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to cute things. Let's talk about the cat some more. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about his, um, bodily functions. Let's cough up a hairball. Which happens uh, to be <coughs> Tesseract. <coughs> Sorry. Wow. I hope that didn't peak. Uh, yeah. Tesseract. Coughed that up was, the Tesseract. That was funny. That was pretty good. I That's enjoyed the, that one. You end, knew that was coming, though. The end in credit scene. Yeah. We had some lady next to us, like, talking to it. Which she, she goes, was, come on. Cough it up. 
<laughs> Are you serious? Loud enough for everyone yeah. to hear. I'm like, lady, you're not in the room with this cat. You're not. There you go. There you go. Yeah. She's a cat lady. <laughs> she has, she must be a cat, cat lady. <laughs> yeah. I didn't need your Which commentary. that's when you go to the, that's here movie going tip. That's when you go to the counter at the end and say, "Hey, somebody was talking in the in the film and kind of ruined it for me." Because that they'll give you at tickets. The end, I would say, "Dude, did it ruin that moment?" That that's a, I mean, end they'll credit give you free scenes passes. are a part of that's, the MC. That's a like, crappy life pro tip right there. It's a it's a just it's, go up to the counter and tell somebody they it's were a talking. Hack. Oh my it's, god, that's a terrible it's hack. A hack. <laughs> Man, that's that's the NSA needs to know your location. That's they, a they terrible know. hack. I got oh, an iPhone. They know okay, I don't. I don't know how much the cat has to do with the comics, but I didn't care for it. Cat has a lot to do with the comics. Actually. Wow. Yeah. Um, the cat isn't called Goose in the comics either. It's called something else. Somebody's gonna tweet at me. But okay, Matt or Matt Nick Fury goes goes like totally. Baby talk. That's to the cat. cute, but I, I mean the like, cat's like big reveal of what it does. We're and what talking it's about for. Nick Fury here. Like really? <laughs> I know. Really, was, Nick? You're gonna well, well, he's not. He's not <laughs> Nick Fury yet, though. He's not the one that we know. Yeah, well, you know, because like he hasn't well, been sure, through he had to wait all till the stuff. cat scratches. See those eye those out. moments though would have been completely just as funny and everything if the cat wasn't what it actually was. I did yeah. enjoy like seeing like them like strolling through the the science lab in space and the cat's just like walking between their legs. Like it was, it's it's kind of like a funny detail that it's kind of like I don't know the juxtaposition of like these these badasses walking through a spaceship. And then this little kitty cat walking between the... I don't know. It's just funny. Um, but I, I kind of agree. It, it felt a little... With what the cat it wa- is yeah. revealed to be is what I'm talking about. It could have been done a It was kind of men in black. It, it did feel very yes. men in black. Yeah. And I it think did. it's also the worst... It's probably the worst CGI in the movie as a whole. It's the one that stuck out to me the most. You can tell they spent all the money on Samuel Jackson. Oh, my gosh. I, I do this every time they use this technology in a movie. But this one... It's like it was real. I, I could tell. not tell anything. It was bananas. It looked yeah. incredible. I just kept looking at it the whole time, trying to find something, and I yeah. couldn't. There's just the one scene with Coulson where he's standing in the stairwell, and I can tell that Coulson's been de-aged, but Samuel Jackson, man, the whole movie, it looked like yeah. 1995 Sam Jackson. Yeah, you just... Well, they got a lot of stuff to work with yeah, on sure. his side, but still. But it was it didn't nice take too. long to forget. No, that not at all. He wasn't really that young. <laughs> yeah, and I wondered like if they got a body double for when he like when he's standing up and stuff because he looks skinnier. Yeah. Than I than I realized he was. I mean, he, Michael uh, Michael Jackson, Samuel Jackson is he's not a he's not like a big dude, but he's sixty or whatever. Yeah. You know. Yeah. He's got he's got grandpa bod. You know. So what what what. <laughs> Mr. Jackson, if you're listening to this podcast, we love you. I in no sorry. way condone this the, the, this description of you. I have the utmost respect for you. Please don't come looking at us or looking for us. Zach's the one that you want. He's right over there. Grandpa Bud. You know what I'm saying. He's not a spring chicken anymore. He's not a thin. He come knocking on your door. You go- are you going to say that to him? If he asked my real opinion, I'll be honest with the man. Excuse look, me, sir. You have Grandpa Bot. Look, you have Grandpa Bot. <laughs> Let's get back to this, though. Okay, Sam Jackson. If you watch Pulp Fiction '94 or yeah. I- you know anything, uh, um, uh, Die Hard, you know three. Mm-hmm. If you watch this, he's he's a skinnier, obviously younger at the time man, and so it was it was interesting for me to sit there and like the whole scene in the house in Louisiana, which. By the way, like you were even talking about this, mm-hmm. that that location I thought was great. Yeah. And it was a really, really good juxtaposition to have like this incredibly natural yeah. sunset uh, farm. It's very scroll. like American handheld camera yeah. farmhouse yeah. and then the yeah. scrolls just hanging out in that. And just having <laughs> yeah. a conversation. I loved you know? it. it. And it really, it really lent the, to the, the whole like, hey, the the scrolls are are not like they're your friends. Yes, mm-hmm. and it just that whole the the setting, the scene, yep. the, the you ju- you just felt like, hey, wait a minute, we're the these people are just they're people just because like they're us. different. Yeah, mm-hmm. doesn't mean that. Yeah, 
Yeah, it which was cool. That kind of brings me to I think the message that there might have been a little bit more than mm. um, than maybe the the female aspect of it. And I don't know if you picked up on this either of you guys. Um, it didn't feel ham fisted at all, but there was definitely kind of like maybe even like an immigrant kind of message there. Oh, yeah, um, subtle undertone. There's it was it was pretty subtle. There was a couple things um, that uh, gosh, what's Annette Binning? said she says i think at one point she actually says border um border nation or border um uh, planets and the scrolls right. obviously being you know it, it felt it felt very um not very sorry it was pretty subtle but it, a lot of what's going on right now in in our current culture which again marvel doing again and doing it well and i think pretty tastefully honestly because yeah. it wasn't beat you over the head like immigrants can be good too but that i think there was a message in that of you know talking about being overly aggressive to immigrants and and also like what what that does and she and she has the line of she wants to stop wars and 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 help save lives you know right, that yeah. character and which by the way i guess i can stop calling her that binning we're in spoilers Marvel, she's mm-hmm. Marvel. Who actually thought I thought Jude Law was going to be Marvel, hmm. um, knowing a little bit of that comic book backstory. Uh, Captain Marvel wasn't originally a girl. Captain Marvel was basically Shazam, and Shazam is also known as Captain Marvel in the DC world. DC bought a comic book company, gosh, in the forties or fifties. Yeah, um, that was printing a, a comic book called Captain Marvel. It was uh, it was way too similar to Superman. At least DC thought so. So they sued them, and then ultimately just ended up buying the company, um, and then changing the name to Shazam because there was also this weird thing with uh, Marvel, who Marvel had a Captain Marvel also, and they were like, "Look, we can't. You know, what right. are you going to do? You're going to sue this us? Is this our is our name, name right?" Yeah. Uh, we're so, gonna win that battle. Yeah, there's a really interesting backstory there. I, I you know, go look at it. It's pretty. It's pretty crazy, but. Um, you know, Annette Binning being Marvel was a really interesting touch and, and really cool and kind of keeping that backstory as like, well, it's always been female in, in this, if you want to look at it from like the, the handing of the torch or the passing of the torch, because she doesn't have the same powers as Carol and, but she kind of hands off, you know, her, her, her plan, her, her journey kind of continues on via Carol yeah. Um, another thing, though, with that is they don't actually call Carol Captain Marvel in this. Mm-mm. She's not called that, um, which I thought was not once kind of weird, actually. Um, her her nickname's actually Avenger, uh, which you find out by the just side of the plane has her name on it and like in the parentheses or whatever the uh, quotation marks that has Avenger. And Fury changes the yeah, name. Right. <laughs> which that's another <laughs> great. Born. That's another great um, storytelling moment. Yeah, the way that it's shot and edited is you see him deleting whatever the word project. was project. The, was pro- it project. the project initiative. Protector. Protector. Yeah, I protectors. Think pro- it was the protectors initiative. Yeah, protectors initiative. Something with a P. But you see him deleting it um, after he looks at a picture of Carol's, you know, airplane and it has Avenger written on it. But they don't show you him writing it. Like they don't show yeah. the screen again. It says Avengers initiative. You know it. Like, yeah. you, you're filling in the blanks. Yeah. And I thought that was another good, you know, show, don't tell, but mm-hmm. also you're not really showing it either, but right. at the same time. Anyways. But, but letting the audience engage with their yeah. imagination and filling mm-hmm. in those blanks. Yeah, yeah, because you already know what it's going to yeah. be called. As soon as I saw that initiative, that's I was like, well, that, that's yeah. going to change. Yeah. Yeah. But I think overall, really great film, solid again. Um, what about the lack of humor? You didn't think this was funny? I thought the humor overall... There were funny moments for sure. Yeah. So don't get me wrong. However, I felt like the humor was a lot more dry compared to uh, Thor Ragnarok, compared mm-hmm. to Infinity War, compared to Black Panther. The last number of Marvel films that we've seen, it was it was a little bit more on on the serious side than yeah, it definitely than was. what I expected. I expected you know some more belly laughs that didn't that weren't there. Yeah, I think that's good though. I mean, I mean, I think for her first movie, it's probably good. 
Yeah, you, I don't think everything needs to be Ragnarok, though, anymore. No, it doesn't. And I'm I'm, I'm just... And that's I've, kind of a fear, actually, I had, was like, Ragnarok did really well. Oh, they're going to make every light yeah, moment like Ragnarok be, yeah. now, which Infinity War had those. Yeah. It felt a lot like Ragnarok in a lot of ways. Yeah. Also like Guardians. Um, yeah, Guardian. Exactly. Exactly. I really and, enjoyed... And, the humor in this, I thought. I, I did too. I, and I like, I like how the yeah. humor that they had, they didn't reveal it all in the trailer. No. So yes, that by no. the time you yes. get there, it's not funny I was, anymore. I was <laughs> yeah. very glad they didn't do that yeah. either. Yeah, a lot of little moments in the trailer, but I think the majority of it is is surprisingly, it's from Ben Mendelsohn's Skrull character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's those really dry humor moments at the, the Louisiana farmhouse where they're talking and he's like given you know given a hard time to his scientist guy and right yeah I, I really liked that I thought I don't know but I, I I love dry humor I love British comedy I, I I don't know if you would go as far as to say that it's you know British comedy just because Ben Mendelsohn has an accent yeah but. no I wouldn't go that far it just it, it seemed drier I was you know I was expecting one of those big you know where's Gamora? Well, I'll do you one better. Who is Gamora? And then <laughs> why is Gamora? Why is Gamora? Sure. Know, I, mean, I think one of those, cause I, cause I don't, it wasn't one moment, one humorous moment that really like impressed on my brain after seeing it the first time. I don't I, and know of course I'm going to go back and see it again. Yeah. Third time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it needs to, that's a callback. Um, I don't know if it needs to, I don't know if it needed to be funny. Yeah, it I doesn't. Think, it I think doesn't. it was actually a good thing to take itself seriously. Um, not seriously. I mean, these all kind of take themselves seriously, but it, it took itself in a more mature way. Yeah. And I think trying to, um, you know, be given the, given the message that it had, mm-hmm. I think it probably needed to be that way. Yeah. It needed to I take itself a little I think serious. it's good going into Endgame, too, to not have too many funny moments with her. Yeah. Yeah, and the origin story being kind of a more serious mm-hmm. or or it's not dark yeah yeah i mean you know i think about thor's origin story or his the it wasn't really origin story but it was the first the first thor film which was that didn't do that well and yeah. it was it was dark and it was way too serious and if i compare this to that as the first in the series um i would say this did a lot better yeah. than than the uh, the first Thor. I think you had a, you had a story with characters that are essentially. I mean, they're all killers. You know, you had a bunch yeah. of warriors, and it's essentially uh, 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 um, an army in a war going on between these two planets. You know, societies. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, yep. races. I, yep. I don't know what you want to call them, but um, all of the above. Yeah. So it, it felt it felt like it needed to be a little on the on the heavier side yeah. i guess yep um it's not you know it's not a guy dressed up in an ant costume shrinking right or blowing up into right. the, you know this, yeah the san francisco bay but uh overall i think i think this is a great first movie for this character um really solid and the end the stuff she does at the end is so cool yeah it looks so good and it looks so superhero yeah, sorry, Thor. Move over. You're not the strongest Avenger no. anymore. No, <laughs> not at all. The way she rips through that that Kree spaceship, spaceship yeah. is yeah. insane. And the look on Ronan's face when she does He's is like, priceless. Okay. And that other He's guy's kind of like, like, yeah, that guy's like, and Ronan's just looking out, going, mm, I wonder what would have happened if retreat. she would have just killed him then. Yeah, that well, it, yeah. you know, it would have been nice. Yeah. We wouldn't have had to, you know. All these other people wouldn't have had to die, you know. Yeah, no. Maybe Drax wouldn't be as angry. No, Core I mean, wouldn't be dead. Yeah, no, Core. The whole planet wouldn't be gone. Yeah. Oh mm. goodness. Well, now, great. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Carol Danvers. You killed everybody. She gave him a choice. She did. She wasn't just gonna cold bloodedly I mean, she, kill him. You know, she just figured it out. Like, come on, give her some grace already. I, mean, I know. I'm curious. <laughs> she where didn't even go with know that. she could do that. I know. I want to know where they're gonna take that because now you have. You do have literally the most powerful Avenger. Yeah. What she stopped well, she was the most war power- bombs. Like she was the most yeah. powerful <laughs> I mean, Captain Marvel was the most powerful Yeah, where do you take that, that though? Where yeah. do you take that in this universe? You have to you have to cut her powers back somehow. Or else it's just it's the Superman problem. It's gonna be easy. Where you don't where I mean like Batman 
is ha- like Joker's going to blow up the Gotham. Just call Superman, and he'll use his X-ray vision and his lasers to find Joker. Or, like, or he could fly around the Earth, make the Earth spin <laughs> yeah. backwards. At least we're not there yet. And then, and then time would go backwards, and Turn he could start time. over. Turn back time. There it is. Yeah. That kind of comes into play, too, when she's like, we'll use this if it's an actual emergency. And I'm like... How many times did they have an actual emergency yeah. that, yeah, it that he didn't or... use it for? Yeah. Right, Avengers. I thought about that too. Where's like, the line? Wait, so like... the, the big gaping <laughs> hole over New York—that's yeah. not an emergency. Yeah. Apparently you not. You didn't think to call her when when Tony Stark was launching an A bomb right. in space, right? Like, yeah, that, that not an emergency. <laughs> yeah, I guess not. Or, or when, when Ultron there, was flying an entire city. Exactly, up the, yeah. like the Sokovia is like yeah. floating five miles yep. up above the Earth, and it's all gonna end. That's not an emergency. Nope, not big enough, apparently. <laughs> but wiping out half the population of everything, I guess that would be an Yeah, emergency. but see, how do you know it's going to get worse? Oh, I can't do it this time because it might be worse next <laughs> That's time. That's true. That's true. <laughs> what, yeah, well, man, next time they might wipe out every person. I better how hold on to this one. How is people dying from falling buildings different from people dying by just evaporating yeah <laughs> okay well so i mean so right and then so now we have this whole quantum realm thing that we're getting into yes. that so which really end game is supposed to kind of dive into you know alternate realities and time travel and so if we're doing that then what's to stop them from getting to a point where it's like okay, you've you've died physically, but what about the spiritual realm, right? Like, how many other realms mm-hmm. can we? And that that exists. That's a real thing. Yeah, in this so, universe, there is. You actually see at one point Thanos punches uh, Doctor Strange, and you see Doctor Strange's soul mm-hmm. leave his body for a second, mm-hmm. and then he goes back to, a, oh man, this this series. Okay, um, I'm gonna say great, great movie. <laughs> Go see it. Check it out. We're I want to see it again. Yeah, oh, we're see it again. I know what I was going to oh, say. One more. Uh, well, we're not the only ones that think it was a great movie. F- for for this to be the first female led film, it, the weekend's not even over. Globally, it's made four hundred and fifty five million dollars at the box office. Wow! Over a hundred and fifty five Domestic? domestically. Oh my gosh! And it's Sunday. That's yeah. That's just gonna if keep the weekend's going not up. over, right? Mm-hmm. So wow, and those numbers are just basically from Thursday, Friday, Saturday because they, they don't and, take into and, account. Some and of it's Sunday. not all of Saturday; it was just the first half of Saturday. Right? Gosh, this thing's just raking in money. You did it again, Marvel. Yeah. Well, they know how to do it. Yeah. So cool. Anyways, I think that about does it. And uh, I just want to say thank you, Kenny, for uh, being here, being our first guest. Yes. yes thank talking, you so much. Talking a little about the MCU. Such a treat having you. With thank us. you for having me. It was really fun. Yeah. And uh, speaking of guests, next week. We're going to have... What? Another guest. Are you kidding me? This yeah. is a new precedence we're setting. Just every episode's going to have a guest from now on. Wait, hang on. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> that is not true. But next week, we do have a special guest. Sam Shelton is going to be here. Very cool. And uh, he works at Stanton Jibs here in yep. Arizona. Creators and- of the Jimmy Jib. Yes. So if you're familiar with jibs, you know the Jimmy Jib. It's, uh, it's a standard in a lot of places. Not so. to be confused with Jib Jab. Not at all. Not at all. I don't think anybody could accidentally confuse that. Filmmakers know what a jib is. But you wouldn't confuse it with a jib jab. No. Anyways, Eric, close (laughs) us out. Tell us where they can find us. All right. Thanks again for listening, guys. You can catch Zach on Instagram at Zach Abbott. You can catch me on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Eric Thurston. You can catch The Easy Podcast on Twitter and Instagram, The Easy Podcast. And on YouTube, The Easy Podcast Show. And be sure to email us if you have any questions, comments, or concerns at The Easy Podcast Show at Gmail. Don't forget, actually, I haven't even mentioned this yet, but... If you tweet at us this week and say something about Captain Marvel, whether you enjoyed it, you liked it, you didn't like it, things you loved or hated, and we didn't even talk about the YouTube thing. No, we won't get into that. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, give us a tweet on your thoughts on Captain Marvel. And since we just passed 100 uh, followers on Instagram, we'll throw you into a randomizer. And give you a free pair of movie tickets because that's just what we do. Yep. So tweet at us, guys, at the Easy Podcast. And uh, check us out next time. 
All right. Bye.